This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Good evening, good evening. It's Cheryl. As you can tell, as you can tell, we have another one of our live studio audience shows. And like every Saturday night, we are here to talk about relating, dating, and mating. And tonight, as your love coach and matchmaker, I'm really excited because tonight I get to introduce a couple other matchmakers who have joined the studio audience. We have a great, great audience from all demographics here with us tonight, as well as the host of Mom vs. Matchmaker, Carmelia Ray, will be joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And, and we're going to be talking to you about who does matchmaking better for you. Is it your mom or your aunt, or is it a matchmaker? But before we get into everything with Carmelia, as always, one of the very important things for me is to go into the inbox and address questions from people who write into me and want to know some advice about some of their dating life. So tonight, I wanted to read to you one letter that came in. Um, this is from Amber, and she says this. I'm a 25-year-old woman with a master's degree in literature, and I work as a PR professional. I used to date men my own age, but quite often I found them to be quite immature, selfish, and I hate to say it, but also mama's boys. Her words, not mine, by the way. <laughs> Recently, I started to go out with a 55-year-old divorcee who I find absolutely fabulous. We have the same taste in art, wine, and travel. He is also more fit than guys half his age. He's mature and has a great sense of humor and is incredibly thoughtful. The problem, I can almost get the problem here. Um, my friends and my parents are freaking out. They say he's too old for me and he only likes me because I am young. They say we have no future, but I disagree. I don't feel the 30 years between us at all. What's your opinion on this? So, Amber, I'm going to answer this, actually, from two points of view. And we already have people here in studio who are shaking their heads, either yes or no. Um, but I'm going to do it two ways. I'm going to do it from a personal way and also from a coaching way. From a personal way. Been there, done that. And I can tell you this. When we're 25 years old, we don't necessarily know where we're going and what our life is going to look like, feel like, be like. We have goals and aspirations, but... We're not there yet. So sometimes when we date somebody who is that much older, who suits us mature-wise, we don't think ahead, okay? As I said, been there, done that. And I can tell you what happens sometimes is when you're 25, I was 25 too at the same stage and same juncture you're at, the relationship had a big question mark, and that was lifestyle. And that's one of the things that matchmakers do, lifestyle. And the lifestyle question was, I wanted children in the end. He didn't. And I didn't think I wanted them at that time. I thought, you know, if I'm madly in love, it's okay. And after seven years, I woke up and realized I wanted it. Now, with technology and with medical advances, men of all ages are able to keep up with younger women. So that has really helped balance the playing field. But the fact is this. As a coach, I'm not saying it never works, but in the long run, 
you have to look at it this way. There actually was a study done by the National Center for the Health Statistics, and they showed the average age is 73.6 for a man. That's the life expectancy. So if you fast forward this, you are going to be 43 years old, possibly with children, and possibly a widow. So you have to take all these things into perspective and decide, do you want a long-term committed relationship and say, whatever happens, happens, and when he's gone, he's gone, or when I'm gone, because we never know, or do I want to grow old with somebody? Because if you want to grow old, that's not going to happen. So if you want to go out right now and enjoy life for the moment and have a great relationship and just see where it goes, I say go for it. If you're looking for a long-term relationship, take all this advice and comments to heart and think about it. So that's where uh, I wanted to go with that question. You're listening to Solo on, in the City on CJAD 800 tonight again, live studio audience. And here joining me is Carmelia Ray from Mom versus Matchmaker. Thank you. Thank you. So, first of all, welcome to Montreal. Thank you. It's been a while since I've been here. And now that I'm here, I think I need to come back more often. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> And as you can see, there are a lot of fabulous, and I mean fabulous, solos in Montreal. <laughs> and I'll um, have a lot of questions that we're going to address tonight about matchmaking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, usually at this point, I actually go into a little bit of dating news. And I, I, I want to go into this one thing that came up is National Unplug Day. And it's all about turning off your iPhones, getting unplugged from your computer, and just enjoying relationships the way they should be. And How did that go? <laughs> well, actually, the statistics aren't out yet as to how many people actually unplug. But they were saying that, you know, being constantly plugged in is playing havoc on our dating world. And the fact is, it is, right? As a matchmaker, you know that. Absolutely. And everybody here today is probably agreeing with you if you're listening right now to the fact that technology is influencing our relationship world. Most definitely. So, so Carmelia, they were saying that a lot of people, actually, one of the things they were saying is 77% of women and 68% of men are on their smartphones three hours a day. What do you think about that? I think that they probably are wrong. It may be more. <laughs> I think well, it's this probably is a survey more. of a thousand people, actually, yeah. that they did for this one. Uh, I think that's a trend. And uh, I host an annual online dating conference where I had met you in 2012. That's right. That's what, was um, when I started my blog, yes, 365 um, Days to Find Love. I Date, which is the internet dating conference. And what I've learned in last I did in Miami was that 70%, almost 80% of people dating online right now are dating through their smartphone. So we're getting rid of desktop now. A lot of millennials, even, you know, the mature generation are dating via smartphone. So it is going to be the wave of the future in terms of communication and dating. And, and interesting because um, I introduced you as the host of Mom vs. Matchmaker and you are a matchmaker, but you have a special gift as a matchmaker. So like myself and actually another um, matchmaker who is in the audience tonight, Danielle Perron, um, you also match people. And your specialty is online 
matchmaking, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I do have on, uh, online dating experience. I think it goes hand in hand with matchmaking. There is traditional matchmaking, which well, we'll talk about. And let's let's define traditional matchmaking because not everybody actually understands how matchmaking works. So why don't you tell us how that works for in your career? Well, the matchmaking is a long time tradition. We see that in many cultures: uh, Indian culture, Jewish culture, I. Uh, any culture, actually, uh, Asian culture, as I, I already mentioned. But matchmaking is essentially pairing two people based on lifestyle, attitude, values, and goals. And that is the matchmaker, the person that gets to know the individual people, matching um, these two singles together based on commonalities, values. And sometimes they interview the family. So it goes beyond just two single people, you right. know. In today's age, oh, I know somebody. I'll introduce you. But they have nothing else to go other than that they're both single. I, I, I actually experienced that. And as a matter of fact, I did a love blurb um, that uh, people can see on Facebook if you want to go check it out. And we were talking about just that, my original uh, experience with somebody wanting to fix me up on a blind date. Uh, when I asked the question, what do we have in common? The answer was, well, you're both single. Right. Oh, great. I mean, wonderful. Well, I'm heartbeat. hoping you're, he I'm hoping that he's got a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm hoping he's single. Yeah. Right. I mean, the rest of it we can play with, but I want at least those two things. Right. So not always so simple. So we're going to talk a lot more about how to get online matchmaking. And obviously today's conversation, who does it better, a professional matchmaker or your aunt or your mom, or your best friend, who just wants to see you in a relationship. So we're going to get to all of that. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Yeah, you got it. Solo in the City is live in studio with an audience of Solo in the Cities. We are talking with Carmelia Ray today from Mom versus Matchmaker. And, the, you know, the dialogue is about who can do it better in this particular... Who? Uh, yeah, who? <laughs> in this particular world where people want to meet new people... Who does it better? Is it a matchmaker or your mom or okay. your BFF? What do you think? Well, you know what? I have to give it up to moms. And I can't tell There's you. There's lots of moms here tonight. Lots of moms here. Give it up to moms. You know, it, it really depends on the relationship between the mother and child. Because some relationships between mom and daughter are like best friends. They tell their secrets. They know what they're looking for. They can give them... Uh, advice coming from a place of knowledge and certainly and when you look in the show it's not the win for the matchmaker all the time there are moms that surprise their children and there are moms that really believe uh, that they are a better matchmaker and some end up being the case because they found a great partner they know them really well 
And in other cases, the conversation between mom and child is distant. They don't talk about these kinds of things. Or the child is one way in front of the mom and a completely different person outside of that um, parental you know, environment. So there, there's the person you know, and then there's the person that you don't know. So that's an interesting and, part of it. And for some people, they're not comfortable to talk to their mother about the type of person that they want to be in a relationship with as well, right? So we have a few people here today. Uh, Jennifer Campbell. We all know Jennifer Campbell. Diary of a social gal and from the Gazette. And you happen to be here with your mom today. I am. <laughs> proudly, yes. Very proud. My mom too is here. I know. I know. Seated right with us like yes. So, you know, matchmaking. Is this something that you think would be foreign to you? Something you would be open to? Kind of like... A massive blind date. Am I? You mean am I open to the professional side or to the mama side? No, I want to know about the professional, professional side. We know you've side. got your mom here. She's got your back okay. all the time. She, well, right? we hope so. Right? <laughs> I, I am. I am an only child. Okay, we're doing a little Facebook Live. Is that okay? Yeah, it's great. Yes. Okay. Cheryl's very good that way. Um, so yes, uh, I think at the end of the day, as much as uh, Gail is. She knows me and, of course, my entire life, all 27 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little humor. Yes. But um, there you know, is nothing better than a professional. And Thank somebody, you. Yes. And somebody uh, like these two fabulous women who have committed their lives and their studies and really, really have a hands-on understanding on a day-to-day -day basis of what it's like to bring people together in the world of relationships. So I would definitely be willing to seek the advice and the guidance of amazing professionals like these two. And, and oh. this would be great because I'd, I'd have Toronto covered and Montreal, yeah. so that's what it. could well, be that, better? And, and let's just say, you know, one of the things that I wanted to tell you is that matchmakers work together. And great matchmakers work together. So, Because the fact is, you know, we used to marry the guy next door, but we don't always marry the guy next door anymore. We can end up in relationships with people in the next, you know, country, you know, never mind the next city. So this is great because if you're open-minded, let's say, Jen, uh, your career is here in Montreal, but your career is everywhere. You know, Diary of a Social Gal is online. Going you, global. Going global. So if you're reality. willing to move, you know, and, and be open to that, well, that's why, for instance, I thought it would be great. You've had your mom. Who's had your back for 27 years. 27 years. <laughs> Good years. Solid and I, years. And, and I've had your back. But now, let's reach out and let's, you know, expand out to Toronto. Or right, now that I've Daniel divorced Pavel the boy next door, I we'll find the real one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so th this is why, you know, because the fact is this. We use professionals... Yes. For everything Very in well our said. lives. You want to decorate your house. You bring in a decorator. You want to learn to be an architect. You go to school. We go to the professionals. We go to the teachers. Why not when it comes to the most important thing, and that's your happily ever after? Carmelia? Uh, well, absolutely. I really appreciate the fact that you I identified that it is a professional search, and the single most important decision that you can make that will impact every area of your life is the person that you spend the rest of your life with. So why not, 
you know, use the help of a professional and, and get that aid. And there are not a lot of, I mean, matchmaking has changed a lot in even from the time that I started in the industry in 1992. So we're going 25 years. You were five, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> this is pre-match.com. Like this is the birth before online dating even existed or Instagram or Facebook or social media. Uh, so now if you're single and you have that goal to meet somebody, why not utilize whatever resources are available to you, including your mom, you know? So moms well, have been well a have, great allies. have all of the avenues tapped. But what's great about you guys as well is being professionals in the field. I mean, we're busy with our lives and often our time-starved lives and trying to juggle so much. And then you have uh, professionals who can devote so much time and energy. That is your focus. So we become your focus, and you have the luxury of the time to invest in us, which is... Fabulous. We are talking matchmaker. Matchmaker versus mom. Who can do it better right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800? Thank you, Jen, for spreading some wisdom and some openness. I'll give you back your seat. Now, don't forget, as far as being open and the professionals, we have even young babies here who are coming out with their moms, okay? We match everybody because, you know, every heart should find a home. When it comes to reaching out to professionals, remember, I'm also a coach, and I'm here for you always. You can reach me at 844-744-SOLO or through solointhecity.tv. And usually I try and get back to everybody within 24 hours because I really do take your heart home with me and uh, really want to hold on and help you and support you through it. So that's why we're here today talking about matchmakers so that Everybody has an avenue to meet new people. One of the things that's very interesting to me is that today I put it out, you know, about matchmakers, a mom versus matchmaker. And we talked about the fact that when it comes to that, it could be a guy with his mom also. And you've had people on your show that are guys. And the premiere episode is a a gentleman with his mom. Right. And, And the interesting part is, though, when you put out something like that on social media and on air, it's hard to get the guys to say, me too, I need some help, I would like some guidance, Uh, I could use a little helping hand. Not as easy for men in general, from what I see. Men don't like to ask for directions. I know, I I, I always talk about that. They're in their car, like, honey, let's stop for directions. I know where I'm going. I know my way, I know where I'm going, exactly. (laughs) Uh, you know, I think the the common roles still there are still gender roles that that exist in today's society, and for men who want to be masculine and take things into their own hands, you know, they they still have that issue or challenge with with finding help. However, the men that have sought me out as a matchmaker are quite logical. They get the fact that this is efficient. So the men that I work with are people that want to get things done. I don't have a lot of time. I have the money um, or the resources. For, not necessarily the money but it makes sense so as long as it makes sense to a man and and it's logical they'll partake in it so there are a lot of men that that hire matchmakers actually i do know that there are a lot of men who who, uh, hire matchmakers but i also do know that for instance even when it comes down to single events and you and i talked about this you know women we're we're out there we we really want to get out and enjoy and you know yes meet somebody but also just get out there and enjoy our social world and men tend to be more of homebodies in general they like their sports or they get together with their guys in a different way like on the playing fields you know doing their different team sports and everything a little bit different when it comes to solo or single events Susie yes hi. So, hi so what about you what do you think about matchmakers 
I think matchmakers are fantastic. I was raised by a Hungarian mother who was a very uh, authentic gypsy type, and it was in the area era where she uh, she took an ad out in the Gazette looking for her soulmate. She took a handwriting course, so when she got 100 responses, she analyzed each and every letter, selected three, dated, and the third one she ended up marrying. So I am a full believer in the powers that be, in the education, in the essence of matchmaking, and putting yourself out there and opening up doors to the infinite possibilities. And I think you ladies are doing an incredible job. Thank you. Bravo. You know, and, and, and the interesting part is, this is, you know, when you go back to when marriage started, it wasn't two people who declared love for each other. It was somebody else who brought them together. So really, nothing has changed except that now somebody can actually hire you to do it. But even then, you know, when you think back to New York and you, you see all these movies in, in, you know, different areas, there was always the matchmaker of the community, right? Well, there, there's something to be said about arranged marriages because in, in India, as an example, where the culture is in arranged marriages, the lowest divorce rate. And one thing is, you know, I've talked about this with many different people and they'll say, yes, but it's an arranged marriage. They have no choice. It's not love. The fact is I've interviewed a lot of people um, from these different socioeconomic economic backgrounds and one thing they will say is they are in love and the fact is love grows you know you don't totally. fall in love in six months you fall in love but it's not the same thing as the happily everlasting I'm committed to you love coming up does online dating kind of freak you out if it does Carmelia and I are going to help you through it, and we're going to talk about ways in which we can make it less scary right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. It is another live studio Yay. audience. We have a really, really talkative group here tonight. I love it. And everybody's sharing ideas about matchmaking. Because tonight, joining the show, as always, I love to focus on different things here on Solo in the City. We talk about relating, dating, and mating. And tonight, we are very happy to be having Carmelia Ray from Mom vs. Matchmaker joining us from Toronto. Thank you. I love that there's moms and daughters in this audience. There I really are. Love I that. love it. I love the fact that all these moms and daughters came out, including my mom, um, yes. who... who <laughs> you know, and, and, and I have to say, I love going uh, to visit my mom very shortly after I meet somebody, and I just want to get the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Not necessarily that I listened all the time, but I definitely would bring them home for the approval, the mom stamp of approval. Great. Yeah, I like the, having the mom stamp of approval. So we're talking about whether or not we like the idea of online dating. Because, you know, last week was National Unplug Day where everybody gets offline. But now we're talking about online putting yourself out there. Match.com, solo in the city. Yeah, we have a dating site to uh, kind of match up like-minded singles here in Montreal. And um, any site that really is very specific to you. Now, in your service, Carmelia, you help people 
through the online dating, right? Right. I have a concierge service where I help people uh, find matches online, as well as profile writing, uh, image consulting, photography, because the online dating profile photo, so important. It's key to making a first impression. And anybody, I'm already hearing, oh, <laughs> yeah, because if you go online, you wonder why people are putting their photos out or why they're choosing to choose those types of photos. And I really think it just, they might not think it matters, but everything Everything matters. matters. Everything matters. Like, think about it. Everything in life matters. I don't care what you say. And when it comes to it, it's that first impression. Whether you're walking into a room, it's a first impression. Whether it's online, when that screen opens up, you have, like, one second in this day and age to say, hello, click on me. Actually, physiologically, 3.5 to 7 seconds to make a first impression, and you only make it once. That's (laughs) it. You don't get a first second impression. Danielle Perron, you're also a matchmaker. Welcome to Solo in the City. And um, I'm wondering, you also have a service where you help people online, right? Yes, this is my VIP service. Um, I coach them. Of course, I write the, I, I help them write their profile. I take the right pictures for them. I put it, I put it on the, uh, the website, and I write to certain men or women pretending that I am the person. So you actually pretend to be that person. Okay. Of course. All right. So, so let, let's look at this a little bit because I, I see some people are like, oh, wow, that sounds really great because you make it efficient. Right, oh, you're yeah. you're, do, you're making it efficient, Carmelia. You're also shaking your head, right? Yeah. So you're also interacting on behalf of your clients. Yeah, there's that's a that's a strategy that we have in place because, uh-huh. and it's not, and we know our clients, so we know the dialogue to use. We know how to write in their voice and not create this persona because a lot of people think, well, you're doing the writing. What about in person? If I show up differently, but we've taken that interview. We know what to do, and it's really for me. It's about getting the interest and filtering out through the noise because there is a lot of noise online and it is not always rosy which is why they're hiring help yeah we call that the pinocchio syndrome right whatever you're reading is not really there they're just growing a nose bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes dale you're sitting there and oh. you're um making eye contact oh about First that of all, the picture thing god help you please get your picture straight now i've been off of, it's, it's the right thing. you know what i used to do in the beginning Please uh, tell when us. I started dating, like, like if I had not a great day, I would actually go on one of the sites I was on and just look at the pictures and laugh myself to death. Because some <laughs> of the men, it's like, please find a friend, find a sister, find someone to look at these pictures. They're so horrific. But besides that, uh, I was saying how my sister, she has match made, I think, about three couples that have gotten married. Except her sister. Not, not professionally. She not does professional. this She's as not a, professional. from her heart. She's just one of these people that just knows. And in fact, um, one of the matches I'll never forget was at a party. I used to have this annual party for like 100 years. I'm just, I hate numbers. That's why I go 100 years. And she brought this guy from where they bought her car. She bought her car at this dealership, talked to the guy. Then she remembered the friend she had saying, oh, yeah, these two will be get together, brought them to my party. They met, and a year later, they got married. And she's done this as a person. She's not a professional, but like you were talking earlier about communities and families and friends, you know, if you have that kind of person in your family, the only thing, she hasn't done it for me yet. Or, she, or, well, or, or, no, or the joke is, she goes, you're just stubborn. And she's right. I am a bit well, stubborn. Well, maybe we're going to help you. We have three <laughs> matchmakers in the room right now. You are okay. listening to Solo in the City yeah. on CJAD 800. And we are talking with Camelia Ray from Mom vs. Matchmaker about matchmaking, whether it's person-to-person with a matchmaker like myself, like Carmelia or Danielle, or... 
um, through online, either doing it yourself or having somebody like uh, the, the two women are talking about, these two matchmakers are talking about, where they help guide you or even do it for you, which is, you know, to the point. Now, you mentioned something that's very interesting about that first impression. And what is it? Let me ask you this. What is it with people putting, like, bare-chested pictures <laughs> on their profile or uh, 16 pictures with other people in it. Let's get to the chase here. It's for you. You are going to show your best self. Let's put one beautiful headshot and one full-length shot doing something that you love to do that says, this is who I am. This is what I love to do. These are my passions. Call me. Yeah, can I just say that? So, so I'm, again, sure, the, the Dale, naked chest thing, scary. The other, it's like... Like, save it, right? It's like, please, <laughs> I don't want to know. But you know what I also find a bit disturbing, and maybe I'm being a bit intense? I don't like seeing men with their grandchildren or their children. They, no, well, no, I'll tell you why. I, personally, for me, I, I, I find it uncomfortable because you're bringing a child in a picture that you don't know who's looking at those pictures. Like... Say you're a grandfather, but we have don't a lot of people bring your you. children, don't bring grandchildren and stuff into the pictures because I see that and it really, Colin, it just makes me uncomfortable. Say you, you're, you love your grandchildren, but don't, as a man, I don't know about the women, but you see, this is a, a two sided thing because a, a woman with her grandchildren is a different thing. Men with their grandchildren, I find it the biggest turnoff on, I don't want to be too negative, but just it's just like, I love my grandchildren, but if it's you with your daughter and the grandchildren, it's one thing, but I don't think you should have those pictures either. But don't be you and a child as a, a man, I find. Well, that's why I was saying, though, let's keep it down to that picture of you. This is about you. The rest of your life will unfold. These are the things you share with the person once you meet, but it's not about anybody else now. And plus, a lot of people put up, like, here's another big mistake, ladies, gentlemen, if you're listening, listen well. Don't put up a picture of a group shot because no. we don't know who the person is. Like, who do you want to date? Especially One, two, not three, as four, your five. main profile photo. And if okay, I, can, I just want yeah. to correct okay, what Dale just said. Oh, okay. Don't ask a friend or your mom or your cousin oh, oh, or your neighbor yeah. for the picture. <laughs> okay, See a professional. Okay. See a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 Okay. Natalina, you wanted to say something, right? Yes, Cheryl. I just wanted to say this. It is unavoidable, right? Online dating is a $3 billion industry. That's right. You got the and numbers. it can be a mystical world. It really can. But ladies, always remember the queens that you are and have fun with it. You have to always listen to that inner voice, that instinct, and go beyond the photo. Really go beyond that. Read the man's profile and make that initial connection and go with it. And it is, about, it is about that initial connection. And we're going to talk a little bit more about a few main tips that we want to give you so you can really digest how to really be efficient and have fun with your online dating. Coming up also, we're going to find out who is going to win date night out. We do this every week. Next week, it is going to be at the tavern. We're going to find out who won that dinner. And remember, if you missed any part of tonight's show, you can hear all of this and hear everybody's comments 
on SoundCloud, or you can see it on Facebook Live. The kiss, well, the kiss tonight is going to be how you can date cost-effectively, because you know what? We don't have to break the bank to meet the person that we might spend a lot of time with. So, coming up, the kiss calendar here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your love coach and your matchmaker. Remember, you can always get me, 844-744-SOLO or info at solointhecity.tv. I'm always here for you because... I believe every heart should have a home, and tonight we have matchmakers here galore to help you find that special someone. So today I do want to go into different ways we can go out and enjoy date night out. And Carmelia, this is something that I do every week, Carmelia Ray from Mom vs. Matchmaker, where I really tell people activities that are going on in this city, but I'm thinking we should also tell people how they can do activities or places to go that don't break the bank. Oh my goodness. This is really great because there are multiple episodes of Mom vs. Matchmaker. And if you watch the first six on MixTV.com, Mom vs. Matchmaker, both Mom and the Matchmaker, myself, have to curate great date experiences. And having said this, they, we, we create really great dates that, are, that don't break the bank. And they're very interesting dates. A lot of our dates are activity-based, whether that's wine and date night, create... I don't want to give away too many secrets, but there are fun activity dates that you can make, even, um, you know, a different spin on coffee, like right. coffee, coffee dates, dates, you know, so yeah. take a look at that. And ca- coffee dates are great because, again, I really believe in the 45-minute first date. I call the first meeting a pre-date date, okay? So make it short, make it sweet. And if you want, you can take um, some of the places that I'm going to recommend around Montreal. So, for instance, L'Entrepôt Montréal, um, this is like a comfort food kind of place. It's uh, on Mount Royal, actually. And it's really fun, and it's cozy. Great food, and uh, I love their mac and cheese. And everything that I'm suggesting, by the way, is date night, and it's under $20. So some of these places, the meals are like $5, Hof um, Kelsen, another one, a bakery. Meet somebody for a coffee. I mean, they happen to have sandwiches and, and things. They have a communal table. So, you know, there's activity around you. So you can face each other but still have other people moving around. So it makes you feel more, you know, homey and, and comforting having uh, other bodies around because, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating. Uh, Puka Puka, another really fun place, lively uh, Peruvian cuisine. They have things that start at like $8 for a lunch date, you know. So these are fun things. Um, in Griffintown, Sumac, everything there is like $12, and it's a huge plate. Uh, actually, it's more like $15 there, but huge plates that you can share. Like two can eat it off of one. So imagine that. It's like under $10 a person, you know. So, but there's also activities. Right? So at Montreal has great activity places and, and things that we can do that don't cost a lot or are free. Uh, Alba, you wanted to share something yes, with it's, us. It's actually free to go to walk your dog and go to a dog bar and you can actually meet somebody great and you have the interest of having a dog, which is amazing. And you can go to bring your own wine restaurant, a good bottle of wine and a nice meal, like just a pizza is like 
$10 each, I guess, and, you know, that's less than 20 bucks, and that's it. You know, there's so many places. What about you, Arlette? I see you want to share something with all of us. Yes, I went to uh, one of those walking tours at Quartier des Spectacles last summer. Amazing. And uh, the girl there was telling me that actually a, a really good date would be to go around and watch the film screenings that are all over Montreal, just They're the projections amazing. on the buildings. So that's a nice thing to do. I And, you know, it, that's a fun thing to do as well. You can even bring an architectural book and you can find out not only about, you know, the screening that you're, you're seeing, but also you can comment on the building, which gives interaction. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJD 800. We are talking about things to do that don't cost a lot of money because, you know, especially if you're in the dating world, sometimes you are going on, not everybody, but some people are going on multiple dates and it can become very expensive until you meet the right person. Carmel, you wanted to say something. Yeah, What was the lady's name in the black? Alba. Alba. You know, it's funny because in season one, there is an episode where a mom goes to a dog park and approaches multiple people because her single daughter has a dog And let's just say she found a great contender at that dog park. Anyway, I want to thank everybody. A uh, quick thing, though. We do have to make the draw for our winner for the dinner at the tavern. Um, actually, this is from people who do register on Solo in the City and who come to our live studio audience. And this person, actually, today happens to be in the studio. Um, Natalina, you are the winner of Date Night Out date night out at the tavern in Westmount Square. You never know, you might even see Jennifer Campbell in that area and she can give you some other um, restaurants that are she's in love with. So we'll get that from Jennifer Campbell and uh, you might even see her at the tavern in Westmount Square when you go on your date night out. We give these away every single week. I want to thank everybody for participating in the Solo in the City show here tonight. And my special thank you as well to Carmelia Ray for coming down. Mom vs. Matchmaker, me. check it out. We also have to thank our sponsors who come on down every time we do these in-studio events and bring us wonderful like dinners and champagne. Cantor's Bakery. And if you want, by the way, go to a Cantor's. Say you're solo in the city. They're going to give you 10% off. So great place for a date. As well as Cole and Naki Wine who bring us champagne so we can toast life and love at every one of these events. Also, my thanks as always to the solo in the city team, Era, Tanya, Patrick, Carlos, Ramona, Alex, everybody who comes on down to support us. Remember, next week we're going to be here again. We will be talking with Linda Joyce. She is the author of a wonderful book called The Man Thing that's coming out. Um, and remember, you can also check out the new book that just is hitting the stands, The Swap Club by Lauren Wise. She's actually here with us in studio tonight. And I want to say, remember, every week I'm here for you on this show, online, 844-744-SOLO is the number if you want some coaching or some matchmaking. And we'll see you next week here on CJAD 800, Solo in the City. And remember, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the gifts. See you next week.